edition of With All Due Respect. Strong opinions on politics, life, and entertainment. Welcome to the launch edition of With All Due Respect. I am your host, Andrew Halcrow, and this podcast promises to deliver in the most respectable way strong opinions on politics, life, and entertainment. Along with me for this podcast journey is my collaborator extraordinaire, Mr. Van Sanders. Mr. Sanders, please take a minute to introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. I'm Van, and thanks, Andrew. I am super excited to contribute here. Excellent. And I have to tell you, I am so excited to work with Van on this production. He is truly one of the most gifted individuals I have ever worked with when it comes to media arts. And we're going to throw you his website information at the end of the podcast. Also, I would like to thank the Anchorage Daily News for hosting this on their platform and remind listeners that this very strong opinions you hear on this program are mine and mine alone and in no way, shape or form reflect the opinions of the Anchorage Daily News or their employees. For the launch episode of With All Due Respect, I thought we'd provide a podcast syllabus to let you know why we've even undertaken this production and what you can expect when you invest time listening to us. First, I will say when I was originally approached to host this podcast, I declined for two real good reasons, actually. In politics, there's an old saying, you don't make enemies, you collect them. And after 27 years of being in the public eye, and certainly spending the last five years in the very public eye, um, to be honest with you, I just had enough. I, I would, I'd really had enough of the public, no offense to the public. And the second reason was that I, in another life, used to host talk radio. And while it was fun, it was painful. I mean, it was so painful that on some days hosting some shows, I would actually begin to question humanity. I mean, it was simply my experience hosting three different shows on three different stations over a six-year period that if people weren't angry, they just simply weren't interested I mean, there was no space for a moderate voice. There was no space for an intelligent, educated discussion. People just simply weren't interested. Listeners didn't care. But God forbid if there was a 25-foot snowman built in the front yard of an Airport Heights neighbor in the city, asked them to remove it, the phones would be lit for three solid hours. So the idea that I would once again project my voice was something that didn't interest me. But then I stepped back and reassessed this amazing opportunity. Look, with the passage of ranked choice voting last November, the political landscape has changed. The middle is now the cool place to be. I mean, historically, the challenge for moderates like myself is that the political right hates you because you're not a mindless pawn And the political left doesn't trust you because, as Aesop said, a doubtful friend is worse than a certain enemy. However, now with ranked choice voting for both sides, suddenly the political middle has just become important. Why? Because your second choice on the ballot has just become more important. 
So even if voters are deep, deep partisan, the middle has now become their second best friend. Because let's face it, if you're on the left, you are not going to take your second choice and jump right. You are going to jump to the middle. Just like if you are on the right, you are not going to jump left. You're going to jump to the middle. So what does this all mean? It means moderate voters now have a voice and moderate candidates now have a choice and a chance. It means the middle is now relevant. For decades, Alaskans have been forced into a partisan tunnel with limited choices, all in an attempt to protect the power of political parties to get their ideological warriors elected. But the passage of ranked choice voting finally frees Alaskans to vote for the candidate they want instead of against the candidate they don't want. And with this new day comes a new market for a moderate voice like mine to present a third view which is so desperately needed. I mean, let's face it, friends. For decades, we've struggled with the same political system that's given us years of economic stagnation, a state government that is running out of money, and a parade of politicians who couldn't manage their way out of a wet paper bag. This is a new day, the rise of the moderate in Alaska politics. So when I stepped back and thought of the new political alignment, I said to myself, I want to be a voice in the new revolution. So here I am, and here you are. Okay, moving on. All right, so I've told you the why of With All Due Respect. Now let me tell you the what of With All Due Respect. The podcast will be up every Monday and Thursday. The length of the podcast will traditionally be no more than 15 minutes. Look, we have intentionally designed the length to add just a little something to your day, like a, like a tall orange mocha frappuccino. Our goal is to get in and out of your busy day with something fun, focused, and fresh. But more importantly... We want you to know every episode is going to be consistent and worth your value. Now, let's talk about the content you will hear on With All Due Respect. The first thing is, there will be no interviews on this podcast. I mentioned my talk radio history. I'm not interested in awkward pauses, nor is my collaborator, Van. Two, we will not feature politicians although we will be talking about them, and sometimes not in the most flattering ways. And number three, and this is the most important, I want to assure my listeners that this podcast is not being used as some political launching pad. I have said very publicly for years, I have no desire to ever seek elected office again. That means the very strong political opinions you will hear from me are going to be straight up me to you, unvarnished and brutally honest, without any political shadowing. And seriously, would you want to hear it any other way? After years of economic stagnation, a lack of clear vision for the future, after years of hitting our own thumb with the same hammer over and over again? I don't think so. All right, so at this point, I want to bring Van back into the conversation to share with us his creative process behind some of these really funky, cool segments of music that he's created himself. Van? Yeah, thanks. So the the music you hear in this show was inspired by a track that Andrew sent me, actually. And it was this, like, lounge, super chill, 60s music that I just really dug. And, uh, and I thought it'd be funny to mix some, like, wacky, over-the-top game show host vocals to go along with it. And to me, that's kind of Andrew's style in a nutshell, where it's, like, this classy, chill, cool, but irreverent 
and uh, not afraid to go where others might not. And now for some politics. Yes, yes, yes. The fact that we will have strong opinions on politics should surprise absolutely no one. We will have lots of opinions on politics, politicians, public policies, elections, public opinions. Over the next 18 months, we will have no shortage of content with what lies ahead on the political horizon. First up, we have a critical mayor's race in Alaska's largest city, Forrest Dunbar and Dave Bronson and Roth on May 11th in the race to become Anchorage's ninth mayor. A quick programming note, on Monday's podcast, I'll take an in-depth look at the Dunbar-Bronson race, as well as some personal thoughts at the end of this podcast about the mayor's race. Turning towards November 2022, we have a competitive governor's race. We'll talk Governor Mike Dunleavy, who is up for re-election. And look, from what I'm hearing on the street, folks, there is no shortage of wool circling due to his performance and obviously the recall effort. I mean, look, let's be honest. If not for the pandemic, Kevin Meyer would be governor today. And in one of the most highly watched U.S. Senate races in the country, we will talk U.S. Senator Lisa Murkowski, who is also up for re-election and already has attracted a primary opponent, her own political party. On a lighter note, we'll talk about the need to reform political debates or at least make them watchable. I'm thinking maybe a, a fierce House of Parliament debate or failing that Maybe something like an early 1990s Nickelodeon game show where you get slimed if you cannot answer a very, very basic question like property taxes. All that and more when we talk politics. And now, let's talk about life. Let's talk about life. Yes, yeah, strong opinions on life. On these episodes, we're going to talk about the economy, and, and we'll be talking about the economy quite regularly because it is probably, it's not probably, it is certainly the most significant effort facing Alaska. And we're going to talk about local economies, we're going to talk about the state economy, and we're going to talk about ideas on how policymakers can get it jump-started. We'll talk about current events and what's happening in our own community. We'll talk about social media, and I'll tell you what it's doing to your brain. We'll talk fashion trends, cultural trends, public opinion. I'll share with you why I am prepared to fight to the death to save my plastic straws and spoons. Look, I am totally cool with getting rid of those horrible plastic grocery bags, but please back off my plastic straws and plastic spoons. And yes, we'll even have a segment or two on life's first world problems, like why so many shoppers at Costco forget everything they've ever been taught about road safety once they are inside the store and have their hands gripped around those 30-foot platforms. That and more on life. And now, entertainment. Entertainment. Strong opinions on entertainment. This is going to be my absolute favorite category. Um, and, and let me digress for just a skosh. Not only will this be my favorite category, but this has to be my favorite intro that Van has created. I, I mean, I actually found myself walking around the grocery store yesterday singing to myself, entertainment. I mean, look, it's catchy. So I want to make sure that if you're out there and you're walking around the office, you're very cognizant of the fact that you could be singing politics, life, entertainment. 
All right, moving on. During these episodes, we're going to talk about television, books, and movies. I will make suggestions that will cleanse your palate and some will warm your heart. On television, we're going to talk about how watching a year of British television changed my outlook on TV. It could change yours. And I'll suggest great shows that you should be watching now. I'll also dive into the darker side of the 1960s sitcoms era and tell you about one of the biggest mysteries that remains unsolved to this day because all of the witnesses have just disappeared. On books, I'm excited to talk about the great works of local homegrown authors like Julie O'Malley and Kim Rich, whose books make you feel so good when you read them. We'll cover topics from French fashion icon Coco Chanel's remarkable comeback to the top of the fashion industry due solely to American women. And on movies, we're going to talk about Italian cinema and the genius of Federico Fellini. And I'm going to suggest to you my five favorite Fellini films I think you'll enjoy and why. We'll cover that and more on Entertainment. So that is what you should expect from an episode of With All Due Respect. Every Monday and Thursday, just 15 minutes of your valuable time. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and some days you'll just say, damn, I want my 15 minutes back. So please join us Monday when we discuss the mayoral runoff between Forrest Dunbar and Dave Bronson, and I will highlight a great book, a must-read if you're a David Bowie fan. But today, before you hear the music, which in the future will indicate that our time is up, I feel compelled to offer some personal thoughts about candidate Dave Bronson and the future of Anchorage. I have spent the better part of my entire political career watching politicians like Dave Bronson crawl up through the cracks in our political system. Candidates who possess no hope, no vision, and worst of all, they have no experience. They, they circle around the edges of our society with their extreme views and their ability to capitalize just at the right time, just at our frustration and anger, especially when we feel government is holding us hostage. I mean, they are masters of manipulation. They throw around words like lawlessness, homelessness, liberal, and crime to make you fearful for a reason, because people respond to fear by seeking safety. It's built into our DNA. Their brochures and their campaign propaganda, they offer no vision for the future, just wild, violent pictures, just an overwhelming exaggeration of the current problems, along with a promise that somehow they're going to solve the problems when everybody before them could not. Dave Bronson is no different from many other right-wing Republicans I have met and served with in my life. His views are way outside the political and social norms of the mainstream and Alaska, and especially Anchorage, that is the most diverse city in the country. He has literally not a day of experience in his career to run the largest city in Alaska. Dave Bronson would be the most unqualified candidate to win the mayor's seat in the history of the city of Anchorage. He has no government or public policy experience. He has no business experience, as far as I can see from his website. And he doesn't have one day of community experience that I can find. 
The only thing I can find that he has done is create one of the most abusive, intolerant, and hate-filled Facebook pages I have ever seen in my 13 years on social media. Dave Bronson's success in the polls has been boosted by his ability to instill anger and cast blame. I mean, the guy's major campaign promises for tax breaks and solving the homeless challenges are not based in reality. It's a bunch of buzzwords and gibberish. Let's start with his tax proposal. His tax proposal to cut 25% for commercial property owners is complete economic suicide for every single person in this city that owns a home. Anchorage homeowners, the one group that needs relief in this city, will be paying more under Bronson because he'll simply be shifting the tax burden from big commercial property owners to private homeowners. His homelessness proposal for private-public partnerships is misleading. First off, there already exist partnerships, like the just-announced $50 million partnership between Widener and the Rasmussen Foundation. But private-public partnerships require the public to participate. That means money. The inability for the city to handle the growing homeless population is money. Yes, money. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a money problem. This is not a public policy problem. There are no liberal policies that the Assembly has approved over the last six years to increase homelessness. Does anybody remember two years ago when Governor Dunleavy came out with hundreds of millions of dollars in state budget cuts and you heard every single social service agency in this city screaming that the governor's cuts would hurt local efforts on homelessness. We heard it. It was loud. It was clear. And now two years later, you know, I'm sorry, but it's like, hello. Look, all of the policies in the world won't help the homeless. It takes resources. I know it is impossible for the average citizen who is busy with life to know this stuff. But a serious candidate for mayor who is promising to solve these problems sure as hell should. Dave Bronson is not fit to govern Anchorage, period. In fact, Dave Bronson is not fit to govern anywhere in civilized society. He is just another unqualified politician who has succeeded by stoking people's anger and frustration to keep them distracted from the very fact that he is unfit to lead this city once they put him in charge. Now, this in no way should be considered an endorsement of Bronson's opponent, Forrest Dunbar. Over the last few years, I have had the opportunity to work with Forrest on a few issues, and I have serious concerns about the way he engages people, the way he collaborates, and the way he solves problems. But I will speak more about that in detail on Monday's podcast. But I will tell you, given the choice between the two candidates, with all due respect, I am going to come close to breaking my own arm, making myself vote for Forrest Dunbar instead of even thinking about voting for Dave Bronson. And, ladies and gentlemen, there is the music, which means our time is up. We hope you've enjoyed this edition. We will be back on Monday. Now I'm going to throw it to Van to give us his website information. I encourage you to go to his website and check it out. Van? Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, if you visit abodabobrand.com, 
That's A-B-O-D-A-B-O-B-R-A-N-D.com. You can see a little bit more about what I do and uh, touch base with me. All right. That is it for us. Until next time.